Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running an independent record label. And today I have another one of those clickbait titles, Why Release Day Sucks. What do I mean by release day? I'm, I'm talking about, and you know, maybe some of you would agree with me and maybe some of you will disagree with me, but I know I've talked to other people. We get this sort of sense of like this dread that all of the work that we've been doing, you know, finally comes to a head on release day. And if you're an independent artist, you'll totally relate to this. If you're an independent record label who releases your own records or other people's records on their behalf, then I I know there's a lot of you who will re- relate to this as well. It kind of feels like Christmas morning when you've opened all the presents and now you're like, now what? All of this lead up. And, and when we think about making a record, we think about three years, up to up to three years or more of writing and recording and mixing and mastering and planning the artwork and the manufacturing and the lead up and the promo and the, and the singles. And then release day always feels a little bit anticlimactic. And so if that's you, if you agree with that, if that's a problem you face, to me, sometimes instead of feeling like this huge finish line of a marathon where you break through the ribbon, it kind of feels like running out of gas in the middle of nowhere. I often feel that way when it comes to other people's releases as well, because I'm I'm invested in the creation and the recording and the mixing of this project and dreaming about the artwork. And then we get to release day, I just feel like I'm completely out of gas. Uh, and it never feels like even when things are great and you get playlists and you get coverage and you get sales. That's nice and really encouraging. But for some reason, your expectations are so high. And the reason is because the artist or you as the artist has been working on this record for multiple years. And so we put so much um, pressure on release day. So we're going to tackle this problem. I think it's really simple. I'm going to identify why we put so much pressure on release day. And then I'm going to give you three really practical things that will help you get over these release day blues. I just had my own release day a couple of weeks ago and it actually went well. I had low expectations and it exceeded my expectations. Uh, Maybe I'm just getting uh, a little bit seasoned at this, but uh, at the same time, I just still had that oh my goodness, I'd been tweaking the mix in this one song on this one bar for three weeks. And then I I, I toiled over these songs since 2019 and, and for an entire year. And then everything just drops on release day. And it, and it feels like people don't understand how much work goes into making a record. By the way, last year we did this series called Release Roadmap. And we talked about releasing and we talked about a couple major uh, label, uh, major um, releases in the indie music. And I created this resource called the Release Roadmap, which you can download for free by going to otherrecordlabels.com slash roadmap. And so if you are someone who struggles with putting together a release plan, then go to otherrecordlabels.com slash roadmap and you can download this release roadmap template that you can fill out and plan along the way. There's two reasons why release day sucks, in my opinion. Number one was we set unattainable expectations for our releases. And and the reason being is because we've worked on these records for a year or two years or three years or more. And so all of a sudden we put these massive expectations. And we also think about things that we kind of expect, like selling out of our vinyl pressing, or we expect to get uh, on New Music Friday on Spotify, or we have some sort of weird expectation. So that's one of the reasons. The second reason why release day can suck for some people is that we fail to create attainable 
goals for our releases on release day. And so this is what we're going to tackle. And this is what we're going to talk about a little bit today is that we fail to give ourselves something that will get us excited and to give us these uh, little wins that ourselves and the artists can take home and feel encouraged. Okay, so let's discuss this problem. Let's talk about three things we can do to make release day feel great. Number one is to stop caring. This is something I'm just trying. I actually, on my own release day, I did well to uh, encourage myself to stop caring about release day because it's one day and it music is forever and release days are just one day and albums live beyond their launch day. Some albums, and this is a great way to think of release day as a launch day, but some albums have a big premiere and lead up and some albums are this slow burn where they become fully realized years later. Um, So the big takeaway here, number one is to stop caring. Stop putting so much pressure on release day because it's just a day. It is. It feels like it should be the finish line of this big marathon. And maybe that's true, but it's also the starting line of a new marathon. I think about an album as a music fan. My favorite album of 2020, wait, what year are we in now? 2021. My favorite album of 2021 came out in 2020. Uh, For some reason, I discovered it in the winter of 2021, and I bought the vinyl, and I was telling everybody about it, and I was tweeting about it. And this record was now like six or eight months old. And so... I wasn't really getting the reception from people or I didn't have other people to kind of talk about this record with because it had already come out. And so it was kind of that old news thing. But the point is, is that as a music fan, I don't care when it comes out. The fact that I came into it six or eight months after it had released, the artist maybe had already started working on their next record. Maybe they they were disappointed on how release day went for them. And here I am buying the record, sharing about it on Twitter, posting about it on Instagram streaming it, downloading it, listening to it, loving it. And so stop caring about release day. It's just one day. Fans don't care. And we as fans don't care. And we need to remember that. Number two is to set a couple tangible goals for you and the artist to reach. Something that is reachable. Um, Something we want to do this on or before release day. Give yourself a win. Something to trick you into thinking that release day was a success. Nothing crazy like getting New Music Friday. Um, but something fun and doable. So something that you could say, okay, let's have five of our close friends share the album on Instagram. Copy the Spotify link and share it. Let's maybe even text them and ask them and say, hey, listen, I have a goal to have 10 of my friends share this. Please, can you do this for me? It's just a personal goal I have. Uh, Maybe your goal is to sell 10 vinyl records by the end of release day uh, or 10 tapes or 10 CDs. And you hit the pavement, you maybe go and busk downtown, you try to sell 10 records, something totally attainable. And maybe your expectations are blown out of the water and and you sell 20 copies or you sell 100 copies. That's great. But give yourself something super attainable. And if you say, I want to get on a Spotify editorial playlist, that's going to be super tough. That's, That's really, really hard to do. Uh, So maybe give yourself something like, let's get on a cool third-party playlist. Let's find one. Let's get our track on at least one. So number two is to set very attainable goals so that you can look back and say, hey, listen, we set these three goals. They were attainable and we accomplished them. Today is a win. And number three, and the final thing, and this comes from my friend Jamie Coletta from No Earbuds, who teaches a marketing course throughout uh, with other record labels. And you can find out about that on our website, otherrecordlabels.com. But she teaches this marketing course for us. 
And she identified something that I talk about a lot on this podcast and I absolutely admire and love so much. And it is creating a post-release strategy. And so number three is to create a post-release schedule that starts on release day. Release day becomes a finish line and a starting line, like I mentioned. This actually distracts you from worrying about how anticlimactic release days are, and it, and, and it helps you set new goals and uh, new playlist goals and helps you create content um, like something like a live chat from the artist or uh, a behind-the-scenes making of the album. This whole thing is creating this post-release strategy around the idea that release day then becomes the start of a new campaign. And so a lot of us start our album campaigns three months or six months or a year before the album comes out. We tease some singles and we maybe do a music video. It's really important that in order to take the power away from release day, which is just one day, it's important that we create a post-release campaign so that we save a music video for after release day. We save a single, maybe a B-side. Uh, we release an alternate version, a live in-studio version or an acoustic version. We film a live in-studio series. Um, maybe the artist does a, a different day where they share the lyrics to the song explain what the song means to them, maybe give them some sort of behind the scenes, like a screenshot or a, a picture of their, their notebook where they wrote the song, uh, even an iPhone demo if they have one. And so gather all of your content that you haven't already shown to the public, your promotional content, save that, save some of that stuff to use after release date. So let's go back over these three things. Number one is to stop caring. Music fans don't really care about release day. So we shouldn't either. People will discover our releases in the months and days and weeks and years after release day. So stop caring so much about release day. Number two is to give yourself attainable goals that you can, you and the artist can actually achieve on release day. Something that is fun and rewarding, but not too out of reach. And then number three is to create a post-release day campaign that you can start right on release day and all of a sudden you're forgetting about how the pressures of release day because you're beginning a new campaign that might be two weeks long, it might be six weeks long, it might be eight weeks long. When we look at major independent labels or major labels, you see that artists who release records have things that happen in the weeks and months after release day. A new tour, uh, a performance on a TV show, um, a little EP of bonus material, uh, a behind-the-scenes video, or an in-depth interview, or a podcast appearance. Some of these things are out of reach for us, but there are similar content that we can create in our post-release strategy. I hope you found this helpful. Go to otherrecordlabels.com slash roadmap, where you can get our free release roadmap that will help you plan your release. Don't put so much pressure on release day. I know it can be kind of soul-sucking. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why that is. I thought of this episode on my own personal release day. I was out for a walk, trying to stay away from my Spotify for Artists app. I was trying to stay away from my Bandcamp Artists app, trying to not to look at the emails coming in and just sort of separating all that just so I didn't uh, disappoint myself too much. I hope you found this encouraging above all. And thank you so much for, for tuning in. <laughs>